Hello and welcome to Vitamins for Breakfast, the podcast that aims to feed your soul and create connection through conversation. This is episode two of Diversity Beyond Borders with Marissa. On today's episode, Marissa discusses her passion for helping others through health and wellness, becoming her own boss, along with some words of encouragement to those who are struggling to establish their identity. Let's get started. Tell me a little bit about what got you to take this venture of being an acupuncturist um, and kind of what has that been like for you now as being your own boss and really kind of having your passion be your job? Because mm-hmm. that's everyone's goal, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for, we all for want sure. That. And um, so pretty much, I mean, from the time I was adopted, I don't know, but I feel like kind of being adopted, I feel like I've always had this internal fear of like losing my parents because I've already kind of lost my first set of parents. So I feel like I have this really deep fear of losing my parents that I have now, which is why I've never like moved far away from them, even though there's been times or a lot of times where I'm like, I hate New York. I want to be out of here, like bring me somewhere warm, you know, like, but when it comes down to it, I just like can't bring myself to do it because I just I don't know. It's like this thing in me where I'm like, I can't, I can't lose them. And um, so, you know, growing up, even as a little kid, like I, you know, if my mom was sick or my dad was sick, like I wanted to take care of them, even as like a kid, you know, cover them up with a blanket, like just do something to make them feel better. It's just always, I guess you could say, been in my DNA. Like I've just always been like a caregiver and like to take care of people. And so, you know, from a very young age, I knew, and then even in my teen years, like my parents both started having pretty significant health problems. Um, And I guess I had this like realization, like I didn't want to be somebody who just sat back and like depended on other people to take care of my parents, you know, like I wanted to be the person that could do something, you know, to, to help them, you know? And um, so for a while I wanted to be a physical therapist. um, And cause I have shadowed somebody who's physical therapist who worked with older people. I love older people. I think it's because I have an old soul and we just get along really good. Like I understand, even though I'm not 80 years old, I feel like I'm 80 years old. So I just like, yes. and um, so I was, so I saw what she was doing and how she was able to help these older, because I feel like older people are so forgotten about, you know, like it's like they're kind of left to die. And it's just like, when yes. they die, you know, it's like, you just get rid of them. It's less of a burden for you. Like, it's like, it's yeah. almost like they're a burden to you. And I hate that feeling that your parents or your grandparents are a burden. Like, I hate that. Like, it shouldn't be like that. Like you should want to take care of them. And so, um, so PT, I was just like, oh my gosh, she's helping all these older people. Like I can do that with my parents as they age, I can help so they can move around better, you know? And, but unfortunately, like when, so I majored in biology to begin with in Oswego and I realized I was terrible at science. Like I did not like, I mean, looking back at it though, because I was actually just clearing out some boxes and looking at my old chemistry notes. And the fact that I knew any sort of that, I was just like, impressive like it's impressive you know and you like at the time I didn't give myself I didn't really ever give myself enough credit you know because school just like wasn't my thing because I've always been a hands-on learner school's all about reading digest it spit it back out and you're just like doesn't work for everybody so I struggled really bad in biology and um, I was just like oh man I can't do it because I'm not gonna have the grades to get into PT school so I was like really discouraged because I was just like what, what am I going to do? You know, and this is like 
18, 19 year old me, you know, like so young, but thinking that I had to make all these decisions like right there and then, you know, but it was actually, so I was thinking about nutrition, but even with nutrition, it's just like, it was interesting, but I just wasn't sure if that was, I felt like I was capable of doing so much more, you know? And so at Oswego, I was in my second level of anatomy class and then we had an option to go to NYCC, which is in Seneca Falls, which is like maybe half an hour from Oswego. But we didn't have to go to classes that day if we decided to go on this field trip. So I was like, heck yeah, I don't have to go to class. Let's go. Literally, that's the type of student I was. I was like, I just don't have to go to class. Sign me up. Let's go. So I wound up going with my friends and at NYCC, they have a chiropractic program and then they have an acupuncture program. They have a nutrition program there too and so the chiropractic program they gave like a little spiel about their you know they have to do like self-promotion you know and they gave a little spiel on chiropractic and I was like man like that's actually pretty cool you know like being able to adjust and you get like you get to be a doctor afterwards like that's pretty cool you know and then they had like the acupuncture and like I don't know what it was but something clicked in me because it was like not only could you treat like external type of things like you know muscle tightness or whatever but you could treat internal imbalances like you could impact like menstrual stuff you could do um, like gastrointestinal, like that, like literally everything. And I was like, just from needles, what? Like literally I was like, as soon as that um, presentation was done, I literally called my mom and I was like, mom, I know what I want to do. This is like exactly what I, like literally I knew in that moment, this is what I was meant to do. And I was just lucky enough to have it happen right there and then, you know? And it was crazy because even though I had changed out of my biology major, I had all the prerequisites to get into the program. So I literally was golden. So I was just like, okay, like, and that was the only grad school I applied to. I got in three and a half years later, I graduated with three master's degrees was if you would have told high school me, like I would have, who barely got by with C's, I would have been like, dude, you are lying. Like, there's no way, like, so I graduated with three master's degrees, took my board exams, passed them. And, you know, the thing is, it's like I had a hard beginning in life. Right. And I've definitely met a lot of barriers along the way, you know, like even when I decided I want to apply to grad school, I had my advisor tell me, don't bother applying because you don't have the GPA for it. Like literally my own advisor told me that. And mind you, I only had a 2.8 GPA and I, I still had a, a semester to go. The last semester I got a 4.0. So it brought my average up to above a 3.0, but she was literally like, don't even bother applying. And so obviously it brought me down, but like, there's just something ingrained in me. And I think it's from my martial arts background, like the perseverance and everything like that. But it was just like, never give up, you know? And so it was just like, I just had something in me that was just like, don't give up. So I applied to grad school and even in grad school, like, you know, there was a semester where I didn't pass a class. And so I had to spend like an extra few trimesters in the program. And as disheartening as that was for me, I was doing three programs. Like when you think about it, being able to do three programs at one time, like it's okay. And every, and even like the first time I tried to take some of my boards, I didn't pass on the first time, but in the long run, it all turned out because I was able to start my business after COVID cleared up, you know, so it wasn't like a start and then stop and then figure out what the heck you're going to do, you know? So everything worked out and I was able to start my own business and be my own boss. And it's been amazing. And every day, like I go to work and I love what I do. I love the people I interact with. I love being able to make some type of change in their life, you know, 
like right now I have a uh, infertility patient and the fact that I'm trying to help her conceive a life, it's like, it's mind blowing. It's, it's a lot of pressure, but it's like mind blowing. The fact that like, I have the ability to potentially help her conceive a life. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's insane. So it's like looking back at all the trial and tributes that I've had to go through, I was like, it's worth it because in the end I got to where I needed to be and I'm so much stronger and I, I, like everything was meant to happen the way it did or else I wouldn't be where I need to be, you know? Exactly. So. And that, and that kind of goes back to what I said about like the divinity of the plan. You know what I'm saying? Like just when we look at what's happening now, that can be applied to your own life specifically mm-hmm. where you realize that all these obstacles that you face, they still serve some sort of purpose. And I think the older I've become I've and, and the more I mature, I realize that I no longer feel a victim to my past. Instead, yeah. I feel like a warrior it's where it's like I've learned so much from that and I've been able to translate that to be like a superpower and help me mm-hmm. as I continue progressing instead yeah. of like cripple me or uh, make it harder for me to progress. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we can we can sit in a victim mentality about our circumstances who we are how we're treated Mm -hmm. by others um or we can just choose to say that i accept everything that's happened to me i accept who i am and Mm -hmm. this is what i want to do this is my purpose for my life and i'm gonna do everything that it takes for me to actually live out that purpose that sole purpose of yours which is you know caring so much about your parents and caring so much about helping people and then it all paid off in the long run because here you are doing that on a daily basis and it takes a lot of hard work it takes a lot of you know lows but the highs are you know they're worth it you know what i'm saying yeah and tell me like a little bit about uh, so it's actually energy but um yes yes so yeah, tell me so about it- your- so name and everything yeah it's like you know the vital substance that's in the body it's like you know so Mm. everyone likes to kind of equate it to like energy in the body so that's how i got like the name i put Mm. energy and energy together um Mm. and it's it's mispronounced a lot so don't feel bad like i I never like you know i'm not that person (laughs) that's like um actually it's energy like no 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 no. like it's got you got you you know so it's good but you know that's how the name happened and then you know i just had happen to have a friend that has a brother that owns a wellness center like like I tell you things just line up so crazy and even when I was in the program and I met him I told him I was going for acupuncture he was just like oh my gosh when you finish you know like let me know like I'd love to have an acupuncturist at the wellness center and you know it's like that was like two years later so I was like okay like sure you know we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens you know but then what do you know um two years later I go to him and I tell him I graduate. He's like, oh my gosh, yeah, like come to the wellness center. Like we would love to have um, an acupuncturist there. And in the area, it's Camilla. So it's a little um, past Syracuse. There's not um, acupuncturists in that area. So I'm literally like the only acupuncturist in the Camilla's area, which is why I also think I've been having like a good amount of patients come see me, you know? So it's, it's just been amazing. Every day I'm just like, I can't believe that I'm blessed enough to, you know, because I did work in the food industry, you know, and undergraduate school, I worked three jobs, you know, and I think that's another misconception when people say that you're adopted, you're like, oh, you must have had like the most spoiled life. And I'm not ever going to say that I lived a hard life because I definitely didn't. But my parents are really good about humbling me and, you know, making sure that I earned the things that I got. So, you know, like with my first car, I didn't get my first car until um, college, you know, like where I grew up. So then 
afterwards, even in grad school, I worked at a restaurant in Syracuse and it was just so draining. Like it was so weird to go for an environment at school where you're helping patients and people are so thankful for you. And then going to the restaurant scene where people just look at you like you're just some weirdo who's working at a restaurant that is not going anywhere in their life in, in your life and they make an automatic assumption that like oh you're working here like you're just gonna work here for the rest of your life you know you're probably a mother of like 10 you know and you're on like the welfare system and everything like that so it's like to have people treat you like so shitty you know it was and then even the people i worked with were just like could be so catty and there's so much drama i worked with a lot of young girls you know and i told you i have this old 80 year old so it's like hearing 17 18 19 year old girl problems and i'm just here chilling like just i'm just trying to do my job and go home you know what i mean like i am not trying to get invested into your drama because it's like even the times i would like try to give my advice you know it's like they're at the age where they don't care like they're like well that's not what i want to hear so i'm going to go ask my other friend and she's going to say what i want to say and that's what I, i'm going to listen to so you're just there like okay like what do i know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> i just gave you this whole like beautiful spiel about how you can make life a little bit more better but hey right. i'm just like the 26 year old here like the grandma that works here it's fine <laughs> like don't worry about it <laughs> yeah so uh, so yeah it's crazy okay I, you know what's so interesting is that the wrapping the having the old soul as you know who you are as a person which has also helped you care so much about older souls um and then just kind of how you have been interacting with people and how you want to have things of value and when i say things of value i say like like an actual substance when you're interacting with people actual real genuine connection when you're um talking mm -hmm. to people because before you had mentioned just about like when you have these friends and you want to make sure you have friends of people who actually add value to your life mm -hmm. and then when you're in these environments they can be so draining and toxic to the soul because just as you are as a person this doesn't align with you and yeah, you dealt with sure. it for so long you know what i'm saying so it kind of feels like when you reach now where you have your own business and you're doing something that you love you're doing something that honors your soul mission mm -hmm. and honors the fact that you just love helping people and you just don't want to engage in the bullshit of society and you just really want to have real genuine connection yeah. um it makes it so much more worth it but not only that it really translates in your work you know what i'm saying like you said that you were you started having so much success now and you're wondering like where is it coming from and it's coming from all the seeds that you've that you've like watered you know within yourself mm -hmm. and the things that matter to you that i think it translates to people very like it's evident you know that you genuinely care about what you're doing and that's just 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 in reference to work but just even in friendship um yeah. from the very beginning i can tell that you're someone that i feel like i can really rely on that if you tell me let's hang sure. out on friday i don't have to worry that you're not For sure. Yeah. On, you know yeah you're dressed you're ready to yes. go <laughs> you're going out you know what i'm saying like it's six o'clock i'm there at 5 59 yep. like, okay girl like <laughs> i'm outside and it's just like you know you're the type of person that like you really are genuine about the fact of like of just of your experience where you're really just trying to honor who you are and mm -hmm. it's so funny because you have a beginning where it can kind of steer you to not really know who that is but yeah, yet you for still sure. manage to find who you are, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I really feel like that's how you kind of have been able to marry, you know, who you are and your profession, you know, like that's yeah. how it's translating. Like you said, like you're realizing that everything kind of starts within, um, like just the nutrition aspect of it, just even the, the, the mental health aspect of it. Mm -hmm. I feel like you have For a sense sure. of awareness where you can even have these conversations with people 
clearly, you know, not like you're giving your professional advice, but just kind of mm-hmm. on a human to human level, which yeah. also adds to making your profession really being something that has real value for the collective. I think what I've been realizing as I've been maturing is what matters most is what are you doing to add to the collective? You know what I'm saying? What, cause we don't come here to have this experience just for us. And I think yeah. you out of anyone understands that just by how you speak about your parents. Um, cause a lot of people just turn their back on their parents, you know, mm-hmm. especially, you know, I'm sorry, but like Caucasians be the first mm-hmm. ones to be like, yeah. throw them in the nursing home, <laughs> you know? Seriously. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it, it, we, you know, yeah. we care, you know, we naturally really do care about our family. Some people, culturally will live at their parents house until they even get married or you know when they do get married have their parents come live over theirs you know yeah. their house where their parents are in the basement or something because they're just yeah. like well my family is important to me so it's just that's some that's kind of just been who you are and it's just kind of like shout out to you for focusing on the things that you are more than what you aren't you know what i'm saying because you could have spent so much years focusing on the fact that you're Latina, but you don't feel Latina and you have all these mm-hmm. things. You know, I just think that when we're able to kind of zoom out, you know, and kind of look a little further, we realize that there's more to us than just even, you know, our who we identify as, you know, physically, you know, who are you spiritually, who are you mentally, who are you emotionally? There's so many layers that make us who we are um i guess i'm just curious what is kind of your plan with like with your with your acupuncture business like where would you love to see it 10 years from now being like who you are and what you love and how would you love that to kind of grow and translate with within 10 years time yeah i mean pretty much my long-term goal is to have a wellness center like my own wellness center where you know i get to have different professionals in there and you know we all work harmoniously together um and even like potentially having multiple wellness centers you know in kind of different locations in the united states like i want what i have to be like a brand you know like i don't want it to just be something that's local which local business is great like you know but i want it to be something that's like this type of integrative healthcare system model. I want to be integrated in all these different parts, you know, of the country. And I want to create kind of my own products too, like my own herbal products. Like I was thinking at some point creating a um, like pre-workout type of herbal thing that you just drink, you know, in a recovery one. And I was even thinking of um, like cosmetic type of things, you know, cause in- infusing like herbal. So it's like, it's literally, anything, anything is possible, you know, and um, if I believe enough and I'm invested enough into something, I can make any, we all can make anything that we really want to do, we can manifest it. Um, But that's pretty much, you know, what I have envisioned for, you know, the energy brand and stuff. And, you know, I guess, kind of personally, in the future, what I want to do is, I think at some point I do want to have my own kids, you know, whether it's, you know, birthing them or adopting, you know, I definitely want to be a mother, you know, for a long time growing up, I never thought I was going to have like that motherly like inclination. I just never had, I never liked kids, you know, but now it's like, I'm getting to that point where I'm just like, honestly, like I would just love to have a kid, you know, and just take care of them and love them. And I was even, you know, considering like fostering too, you know, at some point, because it's just like, foster kids just get overlooked so often too you know because it's like 
they're just passed around and it's like they never actually have a home or someone to like really care about them it's like even if i'm not able to keep the kids if i can just show them that like no matter what they've been through or what they're gonna go through they can have one person that will always love them like literally doesn't matter your past doesn't matter what you do now doesn't matter your future i will love you for you i think that's so important because i've been lucky enough to have that in my life where my parents have just been like my rock and even you know my fiance he's amazing like he supports me his family supports me so it's like just to be able to provide that for another kid you know i think is amazing and like obviously if i could have like a house full of like 10 dogs i totally would you know, how, <laughs> how lucky it is to have oh them, my I god girl <laughs> if i could have a farm of dogs i would man marissa loves yeah, dogs okay. she has two babies of her own um, and yeah. she's she's a dog mom. Being a dog mom is a full-time job in and of itself. I don't care who people be like, that is not easy to have a pet. It's not yeah. easy at all. You yeah. know, it's just you you are taking care of a whole life that wants to eat, that wants your attention, mm -hmm. that wants to play, that wants to do all these things. Now you got two of them. Yeah. I really love the fact that dogs can just they can sense when you're down and they're there to comfort you. They are just honestly just the best addition that we can have to our lives is just to have these animals that unconditionally really know how to love someone. Um, don't care what you look like. Don't care what you do. Um, just to kind of wrap up with you at the end of every interview, I do like a wrap up question where I ask my guests a question. And the question I have for you, Marissa, is what advice would you give a person who was also adopted from another country, brought to the States and having a hard time identifying who they are? So what advice would you give someone who's kind of dealing with those challenges? It's probably a younger person listening. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, well, I identify with her story. And I also felt, you know, how she felt and like, like what advice would you give them kind of transitioning through their lives as they start kind of trying to figure out who they are despite like feeling like they have all these missing pieces to to mm -hmm. help them figure that out I mean I feel like I definitely would say it's it's normal to feel lonely you know it's it's normal to feel like you don't fit in in an area where honestly you, you don't fit in you know it's like when you're surrounded by people that don't look like you and it's very noticeable that you look different it's common to get sad it's common to get depressed it's common to just wonder like why are you here you know and like how would life be different if you weren't there like i mean just like you know being in another country you know like how would life be different and you know i think i you know i'm making it my goal i was gonna try to go this last um winter but it didn't happen but i really want to go back to ecuador i haven't been back since i've been adopted and it's not that my parents have never wanted to bring me it's just that like you know they had health problems and then i was really involved in sports growing up so there was like a lot of you know and they've been always very work oriented so it's you know it's just never aligned but you know within this next year or so i really want to make it a point to go back to ecuador and really feel like what it's like to be back in my culture go back to my roots if i can try to find you know a family member that'd be amazing but i think i also you have to come to terms with there will be questions that you'll never have answers to i think that's the biggest thing you know is that um you'll always kind of feel like there's a piece of you missing, you know, and that's, and that's common, you know, and sometimes you can fill that with, if you are able to find your birth parent, that's amazing. And you can kind of fill that void, you know, but you also have to be okay with the terms that like, you may always have that piece missing in you, you know? So it's just kind of, you know, understanding that you really do have to figure who you are and kind of what you were saying in the beginning is like, you have to adapt to your surroundings, you know? And it's just like, 
sometimes you may think you have to act this way, you have to act that way. Like you don't necessarily want to be white or you don't want to be this or you don't want to be that. And so it's this heart of like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, who am I supposed to act like, you know, like, who am I? What am I, you know? And it, and it's okay. And I wish there was like this mentorship program, you know, where adopted kids could talk to like other adopted kids, but that were older and could kind of give them advice and let them know that they're not alone. Because I think that's the worst feeling is in any situation, not just being adopted, but just feeling alone and feeling like no one understands you. I think that's the the worst type of, you know, thing that you can experience and go through. And it's hard to get over too, you know, cause you never know when you're not gonna feel that anymore, you know? So I don't know, I kind of wish that there was a mentorship type of program and maybe in the future, you know, I can be part of something that develops that, you know? And um, yeah, so it's just always, always have faith that life will figure itself out and it's going to be painful at times it's going to hurt it's going to you're going to have really good times you're going to have really low times sometimes the low times may seem like there's more than the good times but in the end like life will always figure itself out and it's hard especially in teenage years when you have all those hormones and but your parents are going through that as well too and like you know i was lucky enough to where i grew up with both my parents and i know that not everyone is lucky enough to have that so i think that's another thing where a program where you can a kid could talk to somebody else who's been through that and has gone through that really same situation would be really beneficial marissa thank you so much for being on the podcast having me thank you so much for stopping by for some vitamins on today's episode if you enjoyed it please comment subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and share with anyone you think can benefit from a little vitamins for breakfast